What's up, everybody? Welcome to Checkpoint, a video game podcast. This is episode 17. My name is Tyler Hall, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Matt Drobot. Matt, how's it going? I'm doing good, Tyler. How are you doing? You know, it's actually a beautiful fucking day today, and it was yesterday as well, and I got outside both days, which was a good good call on my part. I'm actually getting a little tan this summer, which I did not last summer or the summer before, because I sheltered myself much like a small christian child in my bedroom away from my abusive parents you know hiding away you know no 100 percent. it's a pretty universal to... metaphor i feel yeah. like yeah who couldn't understand that very colloquial i don't know a lot of people who don't use that when describing sheltered things young christian child is definitely in the top 18 top 18 why 18 what a random number yeah <laughs> but, you know. All right. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Remember, you can find us on checkpointpodcast.com. Uh, just $1 will get you the podcast early and ad free. Everybody gets the podcast ad free, but <laughs> nobody supports us. But <laughs> if you want to support us for a dollar, you will get this ad free. We should just start reading ads for random products and hopefully, eventually, we'll just get sponsored. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, it's a lot of free publicity. Well, sometimes you got to give a little to get, you know? This is where we'd put an ad break if we had one. Like this Clorox wipes, you know? Like find them at your local grocery, Safeway. Name, be specific with the grocery store too. And then like go to Safeway with like a random USB stick and be like, put this in your, com listen. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that'd go over well. It's like Dog's Day Afternoon, but a man trying to hijack a Safeway to listen to his commercial. <laughs> just trying to put it over the so fucking. So that you can sponsor his podcast. <laughs> you guys just need to listen. You'll really dig it, I promise. Don't listen to the actual podcast because we say some ridiculous things. Wait, no, there. There is a, there's a better reference movie with Adam Sandler and Brandon Frazier. What's that movie? Brandon. Airheads? Airheads. You brought up Brendan Fraser and I was thinking that movie with the monkey where he dies. George of the Jungle? He doesn't die. Brendan. What's the monkey movie with Brendan Fraser? Monkey Bone. 2001 American black comedy fantasy film directed by Henry Selleck written by Sam Hamm. <laughs> I don't care about the producers. Nothing. No, none of that matters. Where does it go? Stu is a disillusioned cartoonist whose comic character, a rascal monkey named Monkey Bone, is getting an animated series and numerous merchandise at the constant pestering of his agent and friend, Herb. He plans on proposing to his girlfriend, a sleep institute worker, who helped him deal with his nightmares by changing his drawing hand. But one night, Stu falls into a coma following a, a car crash before he can do so. His spirit is taken to downtown, a surreal and carnival-themed limbo-like landscape populated by mythical beings and figments of its visitors' imagination even monkey bone stew and monkey bone are constantly at each other's throats during his time in downtown until discovering people can leave downtown once they are given exit passes stew is then invited to a party being hosted by the god of sleep and ruler of downtown hypnos dude this is a long <laughs> i was like i feel like i'm getting the entire movie plot i know i was just expecting it to be a paragraph <laughs> where but was the, more the I like go... netflix edition of just like three lines now i know that 
hypnos and that they're in downtown and need yeah, exit passes <laughs> that they're at each other's throats what it was giving yeah it was giving me character backstories and everything i just wanted the synopsis he changed his writing hand like <laughs> <laughs> it's like i was watching a trailer and it was it it literally was... just describing the trailer to me uh matt what games have you been uh suffering through suffering through i know wow. what you've been playing so that's why <laughs> no i've been playing fallout 76 yeah, yeah, it hasn't yeah. been a suffer what are you talking about oh you don't you're not a multiplayer guy yeah i don't have to interact with other people in fallout 76 you just ignore them and play your own game okay well that's yeah, been really nice matt what games so, have you been playing and greatly enjoying yeah fallout 76 <laughs> oh please tell me more about my experience Tyler. what uh what has it been like as you enjoy yourself going through the wasteland and finding all of this environmental st storytelling that you enjoy and have a good time looking at it? <laughs> never have a bad time playing this game. No, I want to say never have a bad time playing this. <laughs> it's a Bethesda game. Yeah, that's Spent fair. Fit, uh, literal 15 in-game minutes fighting a level. I was only level like 21, this level 60 growing death claw. And then when it had almost no health left, it glitched and turned invisible. And I was trying to sh shoot it with my shotgun based off of whenever my cursor would turn red. And it just murdered me so fast once I couldn't see it. I don't know if, I don't think that was its ability. I, I think it just glitched out of existence. So that was a little upsetting. Oh, it was, it was a level three star legendary. I was like, oh baby, this is it. And you're almost there. And I was, and then, then I got, lost everything. You got Todd Howarded. Yeah, Todd Howard did. No, but yeah, I've been going through a lot of the side quest stuff, which is just going to and from locations on this very large map, which does get a little tedious. And I play when I'm really stoned, so I don't pay attention to the hollow tapes when it's playing that's describing why I'm going to places. So they'll be like, you reach the investigation area. And I'll be like, Fuck. <laughs> what am I investigating? What am I supposed to be looking for? Yeah. Usually there's only like three interesting things. So you find it, you know? Yeah. But trying to look, see what they might do with Starfield. You know, this is one of the last games they like uh, published yeah. and being a really big procedurally generated map with not a lot of NPCs. Seems like they might try to do a lot of similar things just setup wise and hopefully just more refined, you know, in a first player experience but gives me a lot of hope because i mean it doesn't just feel you know like large procedurally generated you know area it feels you know and obviously they got to hand design it a little more with it just being a single map but uh, yeah. it does have great scale to it you know and then also handling like quests and like progressing through the environment when there aren't going to be any human npcs you know and how are they going to still try to tell a story like that so there aren't human npcs i thought they added they did add them but oh. like a lot of the setup and like current quests i'm like still a majority of the quests you're still going through like, like vanilla 76 yeah i've started some of the stuff um the like settlers and raiders but uh -huh. i've mostly just been streamlining through the like main story mission and that um doesn't have any do they include dlc with the because you're playing it on Game Pass, you said? No, I'm playing on Steam. Oh, you are. So you yeah. have to buy all the DLC and stuff. Or did you buy the, like, complete edition? There's no DLC. Oh, it's all, like, include all the expansions and stuff are included? What expansion? Oh, yeah, yeah, Because it's, like, done, a life They've done service. a few. Yeah, like, Steel Rain and... 
Yeah, you don't have yeah. to pay extra. No. Oh, they well, some live up. service games, you know, like that's very true. Like Destiny um, with the Witch Queen and stuff like that. You uh, have no. to pay like forty dollars. That's cool. That's I mean, that's neat. At least not to my knowledge. I guess I've been hit a pay thing where they're like, maybe hey, just the edition that you bought came with. Well, it is the edition I pre-ordered. So, oh, you've had it. Yeah, I pre-ordered it. Played seventy six. Was like, oh no. I also bought it at launch. And so oh, they've made a lot of changes that made it a lot better. They fixed it so enemies scale correctly. It super sucked when you first started and enemies scaled to whoever the highest was in the area. Or no, whoever the first in the area was. So you could come in and if there was just someone who was super high level, you'd walk in and be like, oh, I just can't be in the opening area right now because everything is, you know, has 30 more levels than me. Uh, but now they did do an update, so the enemies kind of scale towards you, which is really nice. And then they also just fixed the looting system, so now bodies glow, which is amazing. It is God's gift. I wish they added that to every Bethesda game. How many literal hours I've spent oh, searching like dead, for an enemy I've killed? For loot? Yeah, and I want to go loot them, and it's nice. just that is nice, and it's gone. And I'm like, I, I wanted it. It was gonna be so cool, like. But now they glow, and that's so you really know nice. exactly where they are. Yeah, you can see which ones you've looked at. You know, once you've like opened up its inventory, yeah, it doesn't and, glow and anymore. They, oh, that's nice too. That's and so then nice. you're like, oh, and you can also just see all nearby corpses because it's just auto generated. So if you go to one and you killed like a pack of people, you can just see the whole just inventory group at one time, which is really nice. Yeah, see, not having that makes sense if you're trying to be like a sim game, like you're trying to be a simulation. But like having that makes sense. I think they've realized like they're not the <laughs> imperial RPG simulator. You know, they're like a yeah. Bethesda. I don't think yeah. Seventy six was going for that, like that particular game. You know, I don't mind it. In, I mean, it's really nice, like quality of life. You know, touch, but. Yeah. It's also like, yeah, I don't need a glowing body in Skyrim to help me locate. Do you, well, do you think they're going to have that in Starfield? I don't. I would be interested to also know what kind of loot system they choose to do. Whether they do their classic first person where everything the person is wearing and carrying is then something that's lootable. Because 76, um, it's procedural, so it's just like populated when you open and look in the inventory. It just is set to select a certain amount of items. It's kind of like an art randomly yeah, yeah, generated. Yeah. So mm. we'll be interested if they go back to with the first person. I hope they do. Because yeah, that, was always... that makes more sense for a non-live service game, I feel like, just to be able to go up to somebody with armor and be like, I like yeah, that armor. And, and yeah, some of that's, you know, fun stories you make yourself if you just see an enemy and dope-ass stuff or with a weapon that you like and you're like, I'm going to go take that. Yeah. And it's like, you could go up, you could steal it, or you could blow their head off. Yeah. But, I kind of wish Elden Ring did a little more of that where it was like, oh, I can choose to take you know more yeah like they drop more armor i guess i get it because you need to be able to like do that cycle over and over again i, I don't know no yeah games going for <clears throat> different it's just always interesting to see yeah something we think of in every game as loot can be so diverse and impact of the game like hugely but what have you been playing elden ring and oh we'll start with elden ring uh yeah i've been playing i probably played eight to ten more hours of Elden Ring since 
putting probably five to eight hours in at the beginning. So I'm, we'll say roughly 20 hours into Elden Ring. And well, it's great. It's a, it's a fun game. I get into the loop. I get a little pissed off sometimes. I want to smash, I like lift my controller up to smash it. And I'm like, no, this was $70. <laughs> you can't be doing shit like that. <laughs> Nobody buys these for you, but you anymore. <laughs> like, though, sometimes if my mom, I mean, my mom never replaced my controllers for me. She was like, you broke that shit. I only broke one controller and it was because I was playing Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. And it was <laughs> the end of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood where Ezio is up in the King's Castle or whatever and you had to like run away or something. And I could not fucking beat this part. And I'm like, I just lost my goddamn mind. And I just took my fucking, I think it was a blue, it was a blue Xbox controller that I got from a friend, like get a gift or whatever. And, or no, no, I got the, cause I got a used Xbox 360. And so I took that blue controller and we had a brick fireplace and I, I didn't even just, it wasn't even just like a instinctual, just smash, 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 <laughs> smash. It was like, I took the fucking controller, walked like four or five steps over to the fucking brick fireplace and just went, God damn, God <laughs> fucking damn it. Fuck this goddamn shit. And just destroyed that controller. And I had no other controllers. So I didn't play Xbox for like a month and a half after that. Oh my gosh. But then I booted Assassin's Creed up. First thing I got a new controller and it was one of them fucking wired mad cats bullshits. Oh my I booted goodness. Assassin's Creed up for the fir- Brotherhood the first time I got that. Beat it first try. I was like. <laughs> it was the controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Justified. Knock on one. Yeah. Never broken controller. I've thrown a fair amount, you know, just raging. And then it's like, yeah, just instinctual. I'm just like, nope, it needs to not be in my fucking hand. I like those videos where the guys fucking throw their controller down and it bounces up and shatters their TV. Oh, I love that shit. It always breaks my heart, but it always, it's like, fuck you. You, you expect stupid fuck. But, I know until um, I throw mine on the couch and it bounces everywhere. And I'm like, why the fuck did that happen? <laughs> I uh, went and got the Berserk um, greatsword in Elden Ring, but I can't use it because with armor on and trying to use it, my strength isn't enough or my endurance or dexterity, one of the, whatever helps my equipment load. Because I keep fat rolling <laughs> and I can't oh, no. stand fat rolling. So I can't use it yet. So I'm just using this like one handed axe. But I'm excited for when I get to grinding them souls <clears throat> to get to that. Uh. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to get up there because I made my character look exactly like guts or as exactly like guts as you can in that game. And so I just need that sword. And then when the armor will come separately, oh, yeah. you know, but you even named him guts. I did. Yeah. Kentaru. Cuts, the Miura. main protagonist of our sponsor today, Berserk. Berserk Deluxe Edition. You can buy volumes 1 through 11 at your nearest bookstore. Barnes <laughs> and Noble, Amazon, <laughs> Amazon uh, local comic shops probably. Yeah, Read shop it. local. Change your life. Yeah, shop local, you little cunts. You little commie cunts. Um, I've also been playing Stray, but I'll leave my thoughts for that until the topic of the show. Are you? Why are you fingering your butthole right here in the oh, middle no, of this? Scratching my thigh, bro. My butthole's all the way down here. You're getting very precarious. You're getting very precarious. Where's your butthole on your cat? <laughs> <laughs> for the for the audio audience, I'm pointing to my belly button. Uh, for the audio listeners, I just funny. confused Matt because we don't record video. So if you didn't hear that in his like. Uh, 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 you couldn't see it in his face. That's what happened. He was taken aback. 
He's like, wait, are we recording video? <laughs> no, I was like, you're going to leave this in? By you fingering your butthole? Yeah, I need people to know what I put up with. Just Matt randomly pulling out his asshole on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about strays, so I thought... Just because you make your cat look at your butthole doesn't mean we need to pull out buttholes I whenever we confused. talk about cats. <laughs> they just two go together, I was just assuming. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to leave my thoughts for that for the topic of the show. Just because that's what the topic of the show is for. So um, let's get into the news. The July PlayStation Plus update has arrived and brings with it 18 new games. Uh, coming to both the premium and the extra tiers are Stray for the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. I'm not going to go through actually each console. I'm just going to. Yeah, I would just say that's just too much. Uh, Marvel's Avengers, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Integrate, Assassin's Creed Unity, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered, Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry, Assassin's Creed The Ezio Collection, Saints Row 4 Reelected, Saints Row Gat Out of Hell, Spirit of the North Enhanced Edition, Ice Age, Scrat's Nutty Adventure. Speaking of Sid the Sloth, PlayStation heard. They know what's up. Uh, Dude, he's not going to be in it. It's fucking Scrat's Nutty knows? Adventure. He might make an appearance. Uh, Jumanji, the video game. I wonder if this is like The Rock's Jumanji. If so, why didn't they just make like an Uncharted clone? I don't think it is. Oh, it's like Robin Williams Jumanji? Yeah, I think so. Paw Patrol on a roll. Sorry, I knew you wanted me to read that one for sure. I'm surprised you're not playing that. Ready, set, heroes. Oh, I got it preloaded. And then coming to only the premium PlayStation Plus subscribers, No Heroes Allowed, Loco Roco, Midnight Carnival, and Echo Shift, which are all PSP games that are in the classics catalog. Uh, anything on here scream out to you other than obviously Stray as worth playing? I mean, we were just talking about Assassin's Creed Unity and how that probably would be worth checking out now if it's somewhat of an unlocked frame rate. If it's not, well, then well, Black Flag sucks. would be the one that I would recommend out of the Assassin's Creed to try out. That's your collections. Cool. I was a big fan of Brotherhood, but if I was to pick up one, I heard they don't hold up. Do they not hold up? That's that, just what I've heard. I was thinking that's about That's fair. I don't go it. back and play that. Yeah, so. I haven't played it since the first time I played Assassin's Creed. Black Day. Flag does hold up. I replayed that, though. Yeah. That well, we, I, we don't know also, though, on console if it's unlocked frame rate. Oh, that's fair. It could be locked 30, which would be... That would be a different... Painful. It would be painful is what I think <laughs> that but, would feel um, like. No, that's good. Um, it's like the two worst Saints Row games, so don't play those. Yeah, Saints Row 3 Remastered is already on yeah, there. Yeah, play that. Don't play a re-election or get out of hell. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah, I dipped out on Saints Row 4. It just looked to be too much. And then get out of hell was just like, Jesus Christ. I thought it was a joke. And then I was like, oh no, so they're making it. That's an option, I guess. It felt like they were like, oh, we'll go weirder. We'll go weirder. And then everyone was like, I right, stop. And they're like, no, 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 we'll go weirder. And, now and everyone's like, well, like turn the dial all the way back. It's not, it's not a bit. I don't think they're turning it back as far as people think. People are just like, oh, you're no longer an alien superhero. Look how not wacky it is. It's like, I just threw a luchador into a car and it exploded. <laughs> what? This isn't a realistic gangster game, guys. Let's fucking. Yeah, they're not making it the Saints Row 2. That There's a shirtless motorcycle rider. We're not making great options out here. Yeah. All the PSP games seem to be relatively obscure. I remember Echo Shift. I had that on PSP, but. 
I never really played it. I you didn't play Loco Roco, the Midnight Carnival? No, I didn't. I never played Loco Roco one or two, so I figured I'd be lost. That's true. You do definitely have to play the first two. Yeah, there's nothing crazy. Marvel's Avengers. I actually really want to check that out. Not for like, just for morbid morbidity. You know Curiosity. what I'm saying? Everybody's yeah. talked so much shit about this game for so long. I guarantee you my perspective would probably be skewed because it's free, quote unquote, That's included with the subscription. I didn't pay $70 for the game at launch, you know? And I knew people who were excited going into the game that bought the game, pre-ordered it and everything like that. And then, but those were the ones that were lie to me though for, at, for like a first couple of weeks. They were like, no, I really like it. And then they're like, no, the game's terrible, man. <laughs> the game's not good. The live service, if it wasn't a live service, that's what a lot of people said. If it wasn't a live service, it would have been a better game, like a lot better game. Like just the story and the gameplay itself yeah. would have just been a fine game. But like, then they made a live service. And it's like, what, what? I mean, even if it's not just full of bangers, it's also just nice to see PlayStation, you know, doing what they're saying and just still adding lots of stuff and reinforcing yeah i mean 18 games you like can't that's... have 18 smackaroonies you know no, what I'm for saying? sure like 18 10 out of 10s i don't even think that many good games exist so there's gonna be some bloat for sure but stray launching day and date is a good good get for that oh shit. yeah it hasn't it's been that's a while so cool. since a game has like launched on playstation plus i think now i can't remember but games used to do that all the time like i, th I think ollie ollie world did that anyways Moving on. Uh, Bungie is suing a Destiny streamer for harassment. This is a wild story. Uh, initially reported by the Game Post and relayed by Video Games Chronicle, Bungie has accused Twitch streamer Luca Leone, known online as Miffy's World, not only of copyright infringement, but also of harassment. Bungie states, quote, Leone has now made 13 separate accounts in his attempts to evade his bans, and each new account was therefore a separate breach of the LSLA, Limited Software License Agreement, by which Bungie makes Destiny 2 available to players, the studio said. Leone has also repeatedly made threats targeting Bungie and its employees, tweeting about his desire to, quote, burn down Bungie's office building and declaring that specific Bungie's employees were, quote, not safe, or were not safe given Leone's intent uh, to move into their neighborhood. The lawsuit reads, apparently the streamer then proceeded to move 30 minutes away from Bungie's offices and continued to harass them. The dev went on to claim that Leon is an active member of OG Users, a forum where he's allegedly violated the company's copyright agreement by selling Destiny 2 social media accounts and emblems. What exactly that means? I'm not entirely sure. Um, Bungie is trying to get $150,000 for each copyright violation and $2,500 for each time Leone used cheat software, as well as requesting that Leone is permanently enjoined from harassing, stalking, or otherwise engaging in unwanted or unsolicited contact with Bungie, its employees, or Destiny 2 players. No strangers to lawsuits, Bungie, Bungie is also suing a Destiny YouTuber for pretending to be the company and issuing DMCA strikes against other Destiny 2 content creators, and they just won a lawsuit that will have a Destiny 2 cheat company pay them $13.5 million dollars in damages and better news for the developer however it's 3.6 billion dollar acquisition by playstation was just officially approved and bungie is now a playstation first party studio that's fucking wild that's crazy yeah and like being on twitter this guy that writes for forbes is like launching a campaign against these people that harass developer these bungie developers dude he moved to their neighbor like within 30 minutes yeah that i don't understand if he was like already a washington state like seattle like a you know lives in redmond you know what i'm saying like a lot of people live in redmond but like if that was like 
I'm moving here like intentionally and this isn't just happenstance that I'm using for my, you know, like that's also like especially Even wild. then though, it's like this guy constantly making those and then it's like, oh, he could see you in real life though, you know? It's not just someone putting things, you know, it's yeah. being like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then you start seeing them set up steps to do it. It's like, you don't want to not look at the red flags. Like, and so many people online are like, why didn't they call the authorities? They're suing a teenager, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's like, dude, fuck off. Like, they, they probably did call the authorities. Like, you know, you can't just launch a lawsuit without evidence. You know what no, I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm sure they probably have plenty of shit like that they've saved and like, well, sure they've reported they, him to. What do you mean? They've banned him how many, like 13 fucking times. Yeah. Like, what, what do you also what the fuck is selling destiny to social media accounts what the fuck does that mean <laughs> i'm not sure my only thought would maybe be making fan accounts getting high follower accounts and then selling them but like how is that a, is it because you're using making money off of destiny too like yeah, what that would be my thought that you're not just that you couldn't make like I mean, technically, money off of a fan page. Technically, streaming becoming. streaming is copyright infringement. Devel Correct. Developers just allow it. So maybe it's yeah, just no, like if the same at any vein. moment, like Twitch is in a crazy spot that like ga the games industry is just like, oh no, streaming's good for us. But just like if they you were know, ever. movies and like the big thing with like Master Chef and stuff, they were like, oh hey, we don't want you to continue to show this game to people for free. They could take down everybody. Yeah, you know, we just are living in a weird ecosystem and as much as we think we have the power it's all in their hands because we buy licenses to access that content yeah agree to these to terms be, of yeah. services they got us by the nuts should they so choose this is yeah i don't know anytime just like online stalking and relationships and stuff i think people need to take more seriously because people are always like these ah. weird parasocial relationships because it's like yeah, people can say whatever online and people will say, you know, heinous stuff to say heinous stuff so they can get a reaction. But I feel like now more than ever, people are just acting on that. Like, well, yeah, definitely now after the pandemic. I think it's building up because it shows it gets attention. And now just saying that stuff doesn't get attention. So you have to take it a step further and you have to start, you know. Yeah. You know, filming yourself stalking a streamer from, you know, mailbox from across the street for days. You Does know? that happen? Oh, yeah. That happened to the streamer Amaranth. Dude live streamed it on Twitch, too. People knew. And see, then people watch because, like, you can't not because you want to watch that weird train wreck and be like, dude, you're crazy. So but how does he not also, get caught? Like he did. They, like, knew. But people don't take stalking seriously because there isn't, like, an intent of violence. Or they can't like prove it, which is, eh, it's tough because we also don't want to be like, oh, that dude's being creepy. We think he'll create violence. So we're going to minority report arrest you. But also if you're like right there's outside movements. Yeah, it's like and you're streaming yourself outside their house, saying like, doxing shit. them. by Dude, being if you're going there. after, if you're saying specific employees and you're like, I'm going to burn down these offices too, like better watch out. You know, like that's fucked up. That's crazy. And I mean, Bungie's not the only one. I'm no fucking no. Alana Pierce was like the amount of dick pics I get from people asking me for the God of War two or God of War Ragnarok release date is obnoxious. And it's like, what the? F Why do you think your tiny shriveled up dick is gonna get yourself the God of War Ragnarok release date? 
Nah, sometimes it's probably just enforcing that that person, you know, had to look at it. Just like your execution of power. I don't know. It's fucked up individuals doing fucked up things. We need yeah, to that's, that's create fair. better internet culture. I don't know how to get the weird ones off. I know. Because <laughs> that's, that's where they flock. They can't be in the real world. So some anonymity helps. That's very true. But I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they get what they want. No, Cause it's funny because it did just come after they had that dude pretend to be Bungie and get all this stuff like, copyrighted. All the communities like, why are you copywriting our stuff, Bungie? And they're like, what? Yeah, yeah. They're like, and then I think us. they got a video taken down too. Yeah, that was how they found out. I think because they were. Oh like, my god, they, they got one of their own videos. It taken was down. funny seeing them have to go on Twitter also, like everybody else, and bitch at YouTube to get stuff done. Yeah, because they even can't a get stuff done. Corporation can't what get. What are they doing? They're going to fuck up that YouTube is one of their biggest tools and they're going to fuck YouTube, it trying like to make it TikTok. It won't. But like right now, I mean, and it's like changing. But when you have a question like, yeah, you put it in Google, but you find it like on YouTube, like you still use it. Yeah, that's an extremely valuable asset. And if you change the culture from being one that has the intent of being a search engine, that people are going to shift to a different piece of technology. Like, yeah, people are still going to upload, but it's going to just become just very uh, like when it's all like homogenous and Monolithic. Uh, yeah, like everything's just going to be super samey and just made to be advertisements and push, you know, stuff like we're just going to lose creativity. Uh, yeah, it's just becoming a channel like a, a, a television yeah, channel, all, basically. Yeah, because they're trying to, you know, the algorithm pushes what it wants to push. And I don't know. I think YouTube for being so huge and massive doesn't care that people are uploading tons of content for free for them and that if they could stop, they wouldn't have any content. But yeah, don't threaten developers. Let like just if you don't like something, that's fine. You can not like something, but don't harass the people that make it. Just don't like it. That's yeah. OK. And you can say you don't like something. Nobody's telling you you shouldn't voice your opinion if you don't like something. But don't be a fucking asshole. And we yeah. all know when we're being a fucking asshole. We got to do something better so that we can take action against these laws. The internet and this kind of, and social media is so new that it's just not there. And I think we need to do something before something really bad happens. And we're well, like, just, oh, man. All these people are just leaving social media. They're like, oh, maybe we don't need to have communities where we as like a company seem like people because if we're seen as just like people, we keep getting harassed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we're all seen as like individuals instead of like monolithic bungee, not bungee made of like a thousand developers. Well, the second you give companies a ton of personality, you're going to clash with other personalities. So it's like, yeah, every time you... Uh, or a company and you make a statement like a person like and you take an opinion point like they're just going to be people against that opinion yeah and you as a company because you're all you're thinking like a company not like a person you're like oh but i want everyone to like me so i want everyone to buy my things and it's like you can't do that like because we know as a person just everyone isn't going to like you that's okay like that's just how Everybody the world likes works me. For sure. I'm sure That's that is I what you hear after every interaction. <laughs> <laughs> we like you so much. We need you to never come back here We again. like you so much. We want you to work somewhere else. That's what they said to me. They said, you're such a good guy that we want you not around. <laughs> <laughs> Discord announces long-awaited console voice chat, but only for Xbox. Uh, Discord announced the feature today in a company blog post stating, quote, Soon, you'll be able to connect Discord voice chats from your Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One consoles and talk directly with your friends on Discord using the Xbox mobile app. 
planning a few rounds of big team battle in Halo Infinite with buddies on both console and PC, exploring new biomes with your friends in Minecraft or see them playing a game that supports crossplay, join their voice channel and gather players for from Xbox, PC, and mobile all into one voice chat. This is exciting news, but a little puzzling as one would think the future would be coming to PlayStation consoles first due to the nature of PlayStation and Discord's relationship. PlayStation owns 10% of the company. An article on website TechCrunch from May of last year said about the, about Sony's partnership with the platform, quote, Sony and Discord have announced a partnership that will integrate the latter's popular gaming-focused chat app with PlayStation's own built-in social tools. It's a big move and a fairly surprising one given how recently acquisition talks were in the air. Sony appears to have offered a better deal than Microsoft taking an undisclosed minority stake in the company ahead of its rumored IPO. The exact nature of the partnership is not expressed in the brief announcement post. The closest we come to hearing what will actually happen is that the two companies plan to, quote, bring the Discord and PlayStation experiences closer together on console and mobile starting early next year, which at least is easy enough to imagine. This is almost certainly more than a, quote, friends can see what you're playing on PS5 and quote, and more of a quote, this is an alternative chat infrastructure for anyone on a Sony system, end quote. Chances are it'll be a deep system-wide, but clearly Discord-branded option, such as start a voice chat with Discord option when you invite a friend to your game or join theirs. Partnership so far is, in fact, the ability for other players on Discord to see what you're playing on your PlayStation console. Going on to describe how the system integration with Xbox will work, however, the blog post uh, goes on saying, connecting your Xbox and Discord accounts lets you display your gamer tag, current game activity, and how long you've been playing that game in your user profile. And soon you'll be able to voice chat directly on your console. Discord voice chat and Xbox works by transferring your voice call from Discord to your Xbox. To do this, you'll need the Xbox mobile app installed on your mobile device. First, hop in a voice channel you'd like to talk on using the Discord app on either mobile or desktop, just as you normally would. From there, you'll see the new option to transfer the call to your Xbox. Start the transfer process and the Xbox mobile app will automatically open up and let you know it's ready to connect your your Xbox to the Discord voice channel. Finally, in the Xbox mobile app, hit confirm and now you're good to go. Now plug in a headset of your choice to your Xbox and you're chatting away. The link for the blog post will be in the description of the video along with the links to the other news articles we referenced. I almost called them noodle articles. I mean, that's cool, but I was looking forward to that on PlayStation, to be honest with you. Not that I'd really play with anybody on Discord ever, but... Well, it sounds like it's probably way more complicated than we're thinking, and I think the only get around is the Xbox mobile app so there's got to be a weird interface thing there because it's not like they now have the app on xbox that just lets you pull up discord and start voice chatting you have to start a discord chat enter a separate app and then transfer that so my thought is just either how discord's set up or something that just that doesn't talk right and i don't think playstation has yeah that kind of app system does it yeah oh I don't know that. I mean, it's not. Well, Sony also does a lot of. The Xbox app allows you to like cloud game through it and all this stuff. And what PlayStation does have like remote play apps and they did integrate the messaging app and the PlayStation app like all into one. So it is, it does have like a game based feature and like all that kind of stuff. But like, I don't know, maybe just Microsoft has more resources that they can also supply Discord with to work on this. Also, yeah. I don't doubt Sony that they're working on this simultaneously. Have a lot of proprietary but. sound stuff that they use a lot. Um, so it also yeah, they do, might do a lot with, with 3D that. audio and stuff like that. Which can just be, you know, more complicated for voice and stuff like that. Listen, I can have voice chat literally self-contained in my controller. You could. That'd be really cool. No, I can't. Oh, it's true. That's how we talked to your friends. I know. Isn't yesterday. that wild? I didn't have a headset, so I was like, oh, I'll just use the controller. 
it actually picked up really well for me being like yeah they could three, hear you yeah like three or four feet away and i was talking at like a regular room voice yeah you weren't shouting like, no it's hard enough to get you to talk loud enough to be on this but let alone game chat i know surprised <laughs> i was whispering they were, they were actually laughing at your jokes i was like guys you gotta cut it out quit giving him the pity <laughs> You weren't like, man, Matt just turned it on like a psychopath. They don't know how fucking weird he is. No, I was like, they're also just weird. So they- <laughs> that's right. because Amish Mafia is banging, bro. Yeah, the Chunky would not stop going off about Amish Mafia. Got to check this show out. Did you watch it last night? <laughs> no, but I have. I like went to bed, it. but instead you just binged Amish I just Mafia. Binged Amish. That's why you. That's actually Wake why you in the weren't morning, in the office I have my today because you just were like, "I was up too late. <laughs> I was watching the Amish Mafia." Next story is actually what we've really been looking for, looking forward to. Where the fuck was that coming from? It was the water. No, it's motherfuckers at like the dog park or something. Oh Jesus, these fucking degenerates! How have some fucking respect? I don't know they talking loud as fuck. Some dude yells on his phone in the back some days. Yeah, he sits in that. He lives in that house. Oh, is that where he is? Yeah. Dude, he yells. And I'm always like, why does the whole complex need to know what you're. Yeah, I don't need to hear your conversation. I don't need to hear that your children don't love you. That's not my yeah, business. There's a lot of the topic. <laughs> uh, the release date for God of War Ragnarok has finally been announced. The game will be releasing on November 9th, 2022, and it's unlikely the game will be delayed a second time as PlayStation and Sony Santa Monica took their time announcing a new release date. And after an interaction on Twitter between Corey Barlog, director of God of War 2018, as well as an ongoing uh, unannounced SMS project and G4 TV's Frost, where immediately after an announcement, Frost tweeted, quote, I feel like God of War on a November release date is because they want to hit the holiday quarter and maybe not because that's a reasonable launch date. Hope there's no crunch and everything is going according to plan, end quote. And Barlog responded with a short but sweet quote. I feel like we thought a lot about what the date or what date is best and chose the best date for the team and the game and the fans, end quote. Um, to me, that really kind of puts a nail in the coffin like no they're fucking releasing that game because the amount of harassment after the amount of harassment that they've gotten so far i don't think they would just that the, the amount of harassment that they would get after the amount of harassment that they've already gotten so far i don't think i think they would have just continued not saying anything and i'm also hoping knock on wood that cyberpunk was kind of like the peak poor launch and that all the developers kind of saw that or publishers saw that and were like, oh, and now I feel like gamers are a lot more critical when stuff's coming out of it being like, yo, stop giving us this unfinished game. And not that it ever was going to, but I think they're, you know, Santa Monica's doing it that when they put their date, they want it to be a solid project. Like there's no like, oh, we're need to make sure we hit this quarter. People are going to buy that game whenever you put it down, and they know that. Yeah, and I would also say, like, Sony doesn't really have that track record either. You know, they, they have a pretty solid one of not putting out games that don't work, you know, which is good. Very thankfully. true. It, as evidence with Cyberpunk, although Cyberpunk didn't necessarily, or not Cyberpunk, CD Projekt didn't necessarily have a long history of putting out not buggy games. They just had... No, but it kind of just felt like the culture of how we were releasing things just buggier and buggier. And, you know, 
I do think that's why PlayStation kind of kept its sort of Apple moniker, though. You know what I'm saying? Because even while EA and Ubisoft and all these other companies are releasing games that kind of just aren't quite what they promise to be and, like, don't scratch that itch, while people have their problems with, like, The Last of Us 2's story, it's not the, the like, the game isn't unplayable. You know what I'm saying? Like, Anthem was garbage. I still beat that game though oh my god because as garbage as that game was there's something fun about flying around in a mech suit with andrew and i played that game co-op so there's something fun about flying around in a mech suit like that doing barrel rolls and just being able to stop on a dime pretending you're iron man and shit like that that just is like addict you know it was fun it was really good but then it was it what the story was terrible when we (laughs) beat the game we said wait that's it we literally both said, I think we just beat it. <laughs> like, did we just beat the game? And then game? after that, we never touched it again. So that's to say what Anthem was because it was a live service or supposed to be a live service that died literally within like six months. Yeah, Anthem was bad for Bioshock. Not Bioshock. Bioware. Bioware. But yeah, I don't think, I, I, I'm pretty confident that it, it's like certainly hitting November 9th. I wish they would have did the November 11th, 11-11 thing though. Fuck Starfield, but more fuck Xbox for making that shit exclusive. I get it; it's it's business, but fuck that noise. I want. We just talked about God of War, and you're gonna bitch about games being exclusive. How are you? I just want to know how you're gonna try to make that a one to one. What do you mean? Yeah, God of War is obviously a way better game that is an exclusive to your console. But I mean, when Starfield was announced. It was coming to everything, and so now it's only coming to. That's the only. I'm, oh, I'm just disappointed just that because, I went into it like. Oh, I'm oh well, then it got bought by Xbox. Like you can't. That's why. That's why I said it's part of the business. I get it, but like also, you know, nonsense. I'm not. I'm not actually upset. I was memeing, but like. No, I thought you were just mad, like exclusives in general, and I was. Like, yeah, that would be ironic. And I was like, no, I don't. You just it. talked exclusives about God are an essential of War. Business of the console. You have to have reason to play on. The idea, yeah. the prevailing wisdom is that you got to have, especially with cross-play and being able to play a lot of multiplayer games on whatever platform of choice, it is imperative to have a good first party, I think, you know, in order to make people want to buy your console. Otherwise, what's the point? I mean, other than the games play better, I guess, if you can make it more. But at this point, we're such neck and neck. Like, what the difference in, the disparity. In, I mean, uh, there's so many different players. It really depends like what you're doing because it's like if you're never going to play any of these you know strong narrative adventure based games like god of war or last of us or uncharted like why buy a playstation like why buy for these exclusives that are going to be a a game type you don't enjoy you know like you you wouldn't that's not a bad thing it's just like you know and so i don't think like exclusives are a consideration point for some games some sure 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 but i think you know, I think if you're buying a PlayStation, you're pro- well. That's not true because Last of Us Two sold 10 million copies, and that's only like one in ever one in 12 PlayStation Four owners, <laughs> and that's kind of wild for like one of their big tentpole releases. But yeah. um, following that news, however, the graphics modes for Ragnarok have also been announced. Uh, the game will run it at full 4K, 30 frames per second, or a dynamic upscaled 4K at a targeted 60 frames per second. So probably. Somewhere between 50 and 60 frames per second. You know me. I'm playing in performance mode, not graphics. <laughs> I don't care oh, yeah. about 
having native 4K if I'm playing in 30 frames. The 30 frames negates the 4K 100% of the time because if I'm seeing a 4K frame by frame on the screen, say, it doesn't look good. There would be at least 4K as I watch this slideshow of God yeah, of War yeah. in front of me. Yeah. Jesus, it's terrible. I don't I don't know how people make that argument still that there is no difference. I'm like, bro, there's certainly oh a difference. Oh my gosh. I feel the difference now between 60 and 120 after playing stuff for a while. I be, I mean, I believe it. If Yeah, I just at like a certain look point at it. you're going to get diminishing returns, I think probably, you know. I don't know. Not diminishing returns. We also used to say that about resolution though. People were like, "Oh, the human eye can't see past." Well, yeah, somebody was like, I remember 1080. they were talking about for a 720p TV, you're going to need a fucking 85-inch screen minimum, you know? They used to say that shit. So, who knows? And isn't and now we're going to VR and stuff and that has like way higher refresh well, rates because yeah, you, you are getting yeah that eye <laughs> it's literally no yeah it's a and like the ps uh playstation vr2 is going to be higher than 4k per eye which is crazy to think about because it's coming from the psvr1 which looked like you were looking through a goddamn screen door <laughs> literally putting that on your face you're like why would anybody play games on this thing like it looks like i'm at my grandparents house like peering through that fucking that wooden door, you know, that smacks on springs. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I'm excited for that, the VR. Not that that was anything to do with anything we were talking about, but that specifically, I'm excited for PSVR too because they're adding haptic feedback into the controller for that, and they're making, instead of just being like out. PSVR 1 where it was just like, ah, let's just repurpose these old move controllers and make people use those and then sell a PSVR. With that, they're making full their own like controllers and everything like that for it. So I'm excited. Uh, whether or not I'll have the money to buy it, that's another, another story. Support us on Patreon. $1 a month gets you the podcast early, ad-free. and allows you to submit comments, questions, concerns for Matt's health, mental stability, my well-being. Anyways, Sony announces PlayStation Star program. Uh, announced in a PlayStation blog post, Grace Chen, Vice President of Network Advertising, says, quote, throughout our company's 27-year history, we have been continually moved by how meaningful gaming experiences can create fond, lifelong memories for all players. All of us at PlayStation take special joy in creating unique products and experiences that delight our fans, and this includes everything from our consoles and critically acclaimed games to community challenges such as Seize the Throne and Treat Codes. I don't know what that means. Seize the Throne and Treat Codes to digital and live events, including state of play. I don't know what that means. Today, I'm pleased to reveal PlayStation Stars, a brand new loyalty program that celebrates you, the player, for being on this ever-growing gaming journey with us. PlayStation Stars will be free to join when it launches later this year. Once you become a member, you'll earn rewards by completing a variety of campaigns and activities. Our monthly check-in program simply requires you to play any game to receive a reward, while other campaigns require you to win tournaments, earn specific trophies, or even be the first player to platinum a blockbuster title in your local time zone. All PlayStation Stars members will have opportunities to earn loyalty points, and points can be redeemed in a catalog that may include PSN wallet funds and select PlayStation Store products. As an additional benefit, PlayStation Plus members enrolled in PlayStation Stars automatically earn points for purchases on the PlayStation Store. Also, as part of PlayStation Stars, 
we're unveiling a new type of reward called digital collectibles. Collectibles are as diverse as our portfolio of products and franchises. They are digital representations of things that PlayStation fans enjoy, including figurines of beloved and iconic characters from games and other forms of entertainment, as well as cherished devices that tap into Sony's history of innovation. There will always be a new collectible to earn, an ultra-rare collectible to strive for, or something surprising to collect just for fun. We hope this new program brings to mind past gaming memories while making you excited for the future with PlayStation, commemorating the gaming eras we created together, charting new paths to explore, and bringing players together for global celebrations. This is just the beginning for PlayStation Stars, and the program will continue to evolve over time. We're currently doing some early tests on this program before launching it later this year in phased regional rollouts. They were quick to clarify, these are not NFTs. <laughs> because, of course, gaming journalists who are all technologically stupid, it seems like, assumed that this was going to be some NFT thing. And Sony was like, no, you can't trade these. They're just for you. I was like, no, it just seems like a reward program, like all the fast food places. Yeah, like. straight up. But I love it. I love it as a as a trophy fan and as like somebody who just pretty much buys 90% of, I mean, at this point, 100% of their games and everything on PlayStation. It's just, why would I be upset about this? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Just free to join. Just and get especially, more free shit while you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, like, exactly. It's like, what's who, the harm? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, they did bring up a point on sacred symbols that the collectibles kind of feel like a beginning to a new PlayStation home in a way, especially with this sort of trend towards just kind of like social virtual worlds continues. It seems like it would be a, like their idea would be to have these collectibles and have then you have a place to display them in that sort of way. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, um, that would be cool. And PlayStation Home was like the metaverse back in the day you know it was just kind of wild like playing playstation home was cool you make your own apartment you decorate it how you want and you go out i've never heard of this is it a game yeah it was like something that just came on you could like download it from the playstation store it was free you create an avatar and you create an apartment you can buy a new apartment i think you can like buy apartments and like then you go into like social hub worlds and like you can meet other players and and they had their avatar oh, wow. yeah it was like VR chat without sans of VR, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But like before VR chat, which was wild. And it's kind of cool, but ahead of its time, they shut it down in, I want to say like 2012 or something like that. 2014, maybe. No, it would be interesting if they tried to point to something that definitely it would be cool if they gave you somewhere to display those digital collections other than just, you know, shit next to your profile like when people click on it. Yeah, yeah. just like. Otherwise, it's like, yeah, it just seems like they're adding more cool stuff for people that are using their stuff. And, like, I don't feel like they're getting extra info from it. Like, that's what gets me is it's like, this is all stuff, like, they have. Like, you know, it's like, it's not like they're now learning about who's doing trophies or, like, getting you to, like, overly interact in a certain way. It's just like, I mean, they want you to do community events, but it's like. Yeah, all, the, not, all it seems like they're trying to do is. Maybe this is more important than, like you said, like exclusives are. Like maybe this is just them trying to build a brand loyalty in a way that is like, oh, like for me, not having trophies cross platform or whatever, it is a large reason why I play a lot of my games third party and whatnot on PlayStation um, because it's already like, oh, I like adding to the list. I already have like, you know, like 300 trophies on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Versus like, oh, now I got to start this whole list and leveling system up from zero, which is fun. And, you know, but like also like I like adding, you know, and uh, and so maybe they're they're figuring once people get entrenched in the system, and it's like, oh, for playing, you know, for earning this platinum, maybe I got 
10, $15 on the PlayStation store. Now I can just go buy an indie game or something or put that towards like destiny season pass or Fortnite season, pa- you know, like something like just something random that you wouldn't have normally bought, but it's like, Oh, that's a win. I think for gamers, at least PlayStation gamers, Xbox already does this. So, which has always been cool. Like I got discord nitro for free for having game pass for a while like three months or something like crunchy roll, I think, you know, different yeah, stuff. They you can redeem points. Tons of little stuff. Yeah. Just, uh, that's all for that though. We're now on the topic of the show, which is stray. Um, game came out from B12 studios, uh, published by Annapurna interactive. Um, just came out on July 19th. It's $40, I believe. Um, to buy outright it's free if free included with your subscription if you have playstation plus at the extra tier also on the premium tier which i'm finding more and more i don't want the premium tier extra is fine for me because i don't one i don't use game trials and i don't play the classic games they don't really there's nothing like ps3 or uh yeah ps3 or ps2 that i've been playing because ps3 is only streaming and it hasn't been good even when i'm lined in to our 900 like, megabyte <laughs> per second internet like it's just stutters and it's not enjoyable to Oof. play games that way so no not at all um but yeah it's i'm about oh, i would say at this point probably about three hours into the game three hours three and a half hours i would say um platforming and you'll probably be able to attest to this after just kind of getting a little bit of hands-on with it it doesn't feel as robotic like in gameplay as it looks like it would um just from like seeing like those little x props pop up every time you come up to something you can jump to you know it felt like when i was watching trailers for the game leading up to it it felt like ooh, maybe this could be a little stiff you know but it doesn't come across that way when playing the game which i really enjoy i think that translates through you can really get a good line going if you um get into it but i will say that it it has like problems with the platforming being a little clumsy and i think you experienced this as well when you were playing the game where it's just like all of a sudden you know you're looking at something and the x prompt pops up and you go to press x but then your camera shifts real quick and then you jump on something else instead that you didn't intend on you keep jumping back you're trying to get to the one and it's like why won't you fucking jump to the one that i want to go to uh that can get a little frustrating sometimes but it's not like overwhelming there's no dedicated jump button which gets you know plays into their you know prompts on ledges and stuff like that but i would like i, I don't know i just like to being able to like being able to jump around in games where i'm running around you know what i'm saying just like freely being able to press x like just like walking Instead of like having to, like in God of War, where you have to go up to a thing and like leap over it or whatever. The world and the sound design are both fantastic. Like the world is gorgeous. The graphics are, I mean, it feels like I'm watching an animated movie when I'm playing the game, really. Because like the way that the textures of the world just all kind of fit together, it just makes it feel very real, even though it's a very animated (laughs) you know it's a very stylized art concept but it's very it feels very realistic like this is a very lived in and very real world and it's this just the cyberpunk kind of feeling of the dystopian trash world underground with these robots and this cat that doesn't fit in that these people are all initially terror that these robots people i said robots it's a good testament to how they've they humanize the robots in a way too but uh 
just how they react to the cat initially is interesting. The story doesn't so far seem like particularly remarkable, but it's just a fucking, it's a cat game. So I'm not sure what we, you know, what anybody was expecting. I'm not complaining because I just, it's a five hour game. The point is you fell down into this world. The point is to try to get out. You know, it's a simple A to B concept. You know, I would say all in all, it's, it's, it's definitely worth grabbing if you're on PlayStation plus, like if you have the extra tier or the premium tier, why not? What are you going to lose? You know, giving it, giving it a try, but I don't know that I would recommend going out, running out and spending $40 on it. If that's a price, $30, a little more justifiable, but, and I guess, I guess as games, you know, games are getting more expensive. So that is something to, I'm, I'm conflated because I existed in like these types of games initially, like used to be $20, but now they're $40 and you know, but I, I, also, if you play the game on PlayStation Plus and you do enjoy it, it's never a bad idea to then go buy the game and gift it to somebody else, you know, buy a digital code. I like doing that. You know, if I get a game for free that I enjoy and I'm like, oh, that was really good. Let's support the developer a little extra than I would would have if I just played this, you know, and that's, that's always a good move if you do end up playing it and you're like, holy shit, this game was really great. Let me just give this to somebody on the off chance that they might like it. Yeah, I mean, I'd say... It's definitely, definitely a competent game. Whether or not it's your thing is another story, but it's it's certainly fun, you know, and uh, worth checking out if you get the opportunity. You you have brief interaction with it. What do you think? Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. Super intuitive, um, like you're saying, just very atmospheric world that kind of draws you to explore all these different places. Yeah, just like being on that cat level and then interacting, like just trying to look at things. I mean, not like a cat, but just like, oh, I can jump from here to here. And just like you're saying, you all of a sudden start to find your line. And I was thinking just when you started playing, like, oh, it's just you tapping X a lot. Like, I don't get. But there's a lot of little subtleties to, you know, organize, like pointing yourself to the right direction to get the prompt and stuff like that. That gives it a really natural feel to moving through uh, the vertical city. I only saw... um not the sewers. I did see some of the sewers, but uh, what was the like the slum? The slums. slums. Look, yeah, yeah, we only together. We only played it together for yeah. like an hour in the middle of the game, and it was like two hours into the game. So <laughs> contacts be damned, but <laughs> still, uh, definitely worth checking out if you have the opportunity. I downloaded it for Taylor on her console. I was like, I don't even care if you want me to do this right now. I'm doing this for you just in case. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we have anything else news-wise. Uh, you have any closing thoughts? Don't harass people on the internet. Yeah, don't harass people on the internet. Don't send death threats to game developers. They're just trying to make fun things and money, but just fun things mostly. <laughs> Companies are trying to make money. People are trying to do their jobs. That's fair. And I think, yeah, people are trying to make f- cool things that they're proud of. Companies, yeah. yeah, trying to make money, but fuck that. You just you're you're harassing the people. Even yeah. if you're there, there is no company without people. Like, <laughs> like you fuck. know, even when it comes down to it, you end up just yelling at a person. And it's you're like, never what going are we to get to yell at maybe the direct company. that towards something important? You know, like self change. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe go touch some grass. Maybe, <laughs> maybe burn down that old self. Make a new, better you <laughs> that doesn't go online. You could and be somebody completely different than you are today, and the world would be better for it. <laughs> and that's to you, destiny harassers and God of War 
dick pic senders. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, well, thank you for joining us. This has been uh, Checkpoint of Video Game Podcast, episode 17. Uh, thank you for your support over on CheckpointPodcast.com. Remember, just $1 gets you the podcast early and gives you the ability to submit your questions and comments. If just $1 is too much, we understand. If you'd like to support us for free, the best way to do that is to share these episodes with your friends and family, especially your family. They'd probably love it. Uh, review us on your podcast platform of choice or all of them. All of them is probably better. And uh, just remember the show posts on Wednesdays on Spotify and Apple Podcast Services for free and Mondays on Patreon. Adios. Ciao, ciao.